We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Blaming the pandemic and just how everything's weird, but... And maybe I'll blame a little bit that the Bills are, you know, lost one game before the Super Bowl, but... I haven't even really been making food plan sale. Like, I, I haven't really done my Super Bowl snack shopping yet. I, is it dejection? Do I feel like I don't want to enjoy the game? Like, I, I don't know what it is, and I'm wondering if you feel similarly. Yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of in the same boat. We've been debating, like, what do we do? Do we see if anybody's doing anything? Do we have people over the house? And I'm like, eh. We're also we're actually we're we're headed down to Florida on vacation uh, next week, uh, not this coming with the week after and um, a week from Monday, and I'm like you know I don't want to also like have something go wrong where all of a sudden like now yep you know I'm in a position where you know I can't go, so I think a lot of that is happening probably just people wrestling in their own minds with you know the different ways to go about this because of the pandemic, but also I think yeah it's just been a weird season where. You know, you haven't been able to get together a lot this year anyway, a lot of people, so maybe this is just a culmination of, yeah, let's just get past this thing, you know? Yeah, and probably, come on, Chiefs, Buccaneers. Yeah. Like, you watch yeah. it, you, you might, it's a lot of people in Buffalo just might want to watch it like a horror movie anyway, you know, with your <laughs> hand up and look through the fingers, basically. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, even as something as, what what I would say is almost routine this time of year is like Super Bowl squares. I'm not in a Super Bowl square. Yeah. Like I haven't paid for it. Like it's just weird, and I don't have people knocking down my door, emailing me for pools, and like no. it just has a very different feel here. And it's maybe maybe it's more local. Maybe it's hyper local here to Buffalo in the Western New York area. But yeah, and and the Tom Brady factor, um, the Chiefs. It just feels like. I don't know. There, there's a lot playing into the sale, so I don't think there's one answer to this, but I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not alone in this because I felt all week like I was scared to get on this show and then this be the first time I'm talking about the Super Bowl, but it it really is. It's just like the first time I'm really sort of breaking it down and wanting to talk about it. Um, and, you know, for me, Sal, I, I still don't feel, and this is going to be one of those Super Bowls, even I can find a way to, like, bandwagon a team for this game and say, uh, you know, I'll go with, you know, Atlanta because obviously I want to see Atlanta beat the, beat the Patriots and beat Tom Brady. Even in this game, I'm asking myself, can I root for Tom Brady? And I know a lot of people are asking themselves that question. It's sort of been like the topic of discussion this week. Can you root for Tom Brady in this game? But I, I don't know that I can, and I don't know that I really care for the Kansas City Chiefs either. So, again, an even further predicament of the actual teams in the game. Right, I'm I'm basically in the same boat. I am not actively just rooting against Tom Brady like a lot of people in Buffalo are, and I get why. I totally respect it. Um, I'm also not actively rooting for him or the Chiefs, or in, in, in either case, in either scenario, 
to me, this is like, just get this game over with. Tell me who wins. Let's get on to 2021. By the way, I think that's also part of what you just talked about, which is I think we're just ready to get past this football season. Yeah. I think that might be part of it, too, which is tell me what 2021 looks like. I'm ready to get beyond it. I'm ready to have fans at the stadium and things like that. But, you know, as far as Brady, I, I just I don't have this deep-seated hatred for him. Yes, I understand what he meant towards Buffalo sports and what he did and how he lorded over them and beat the Bills for so long. He's not a patriot anymore. It doesn't matter. He's also, by the way, close to my age. And as you know, I'm a, I'm a super competitive guy. I like to play sports still, you know, the weekend warrior type stuff. And I just have so much respect yeah. for him to be able to do what he's doing at his age. It really is incredible. I'll also say this. I have a little schadenfreude in my life, which is I have, you know, I live down in the Tampa area, mm-hmm. and they, I, I lived through them winning a Super Bowl and winning Stanley Cups. And, like, come on. I don't want them to win another championship. These people, Buffalo's never had one. Um, and at the same time, the Chiefs, it's, I'm, I'm kind of over them already. It's only been two years, and there is some scar tissue from a couple weeks ago, no doubt. I think so. And, Sale, I, I've been hearing people talk about this when I've been watching TV this week, about how it feels like Tom Brady, since moving in, into Tampa and with Bruce Arians and the people that he's with, and Bruce Arians is a coach and, and kind of just looking at his coaching staff and just seeing how – He's a great guy. The coaches they have are great guys. Byron Lefwich and and has Tom Brady though become like everyone seems to say that Tom Brady's become more likable um, as he's sort of entered into this phase of his career. And uh, it's hard to agree with it, but I also think that I certainly like him more now than I did when I was. 20 years old, so I guess in theory he's more likable, but like, do you buy well, that? Like, I think that's partly because you're growing up, and again, it goes back to what I said a little while ago, you're understanding I think what, what he truly what has gone into his career to get him to this point, yeah. and, and I think you have, it's, it's probably more of a health of respect for you, that you have for him, not a likability maybe, you know what I mean? Right. But there might be there might be likability from the part of he's not with Bill Belichick anymore, and I think that that, that might has, be a two. That has really kind of stifled a lot of people's personalities. Now, you know, granted, you go and play for Bill Belichick, you're, you have a great chance to win rings, but it's also because Tom Brady's there, and that's another issue here. But it's, you know, I think that the, the personality of a lot of the players that's played for him over the years may have been stifled. That's come out. Have you ever seen, I've talked about it before, have you ever seen the Tom versus Time Facebook thing? Uh, where they they show his rookie year picture all the way to now. Are you talking about that? No, one? no, 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 no. It's a it's a series on Facebook. Oh no, I have not. Year. I have not. Oh, you got to go watch it. It's only like ten minutes long, but there's like four or five, six episodes, whatever. They're 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 short episodes, but it goes through like everything and personal. Follows him around, has interviews with Giselle, mm. uh, shows him working out, all those things. And lots of people didn't like it. I just found it fascinating. Just like this guy at this level, at this stage of his career. And what you know, football meant to him, and means to him, and how he prepares, and things like that. It's the thing where people make fun of him because of the way because he kissed his son. Sure, you know I mean? sure. Which, by the way, I've never been. All, I'm a very affectionate dad myself. I, I don't have any problem with what I saw in that. But you know, that's beside the point. I'm just saying that I think that that that's how polarizing he is. You watch something like that, you either oh my god, make fun of him, right, or you're like wow, look at this guy and what he. You know, you you gain more of a healthy respect for him in that regard. I think. So, if you're a Bills fan, Sale. I, I, looking at 
for a long time, Tom Brady representing a dynasty that was in your backyard, in your division, and sort of just lording over you, like you mentioned, for two decades. But watching this Kansas City Chiefs team, and particularly if I've watched back that that Bills AFC Championship game a couple of times, and it feels like they are a machine, Sal. And I, I'm wondering what you think, if you're a Bills fan, might be a better scenario for you. Is that Kansas City winning their second straight Super Bowl and going into next offseason with back-to-back Super Bowl wins? Or... Like And for me, the only reason I say that I think I might want that, and that might be my rooting interest, is just seeing them win two in a row because I feel like I don't need them manufacturing a chip on their shoulder for next year. Right, does that, does right. that make sense? Yeah. I totally get you. I've been thinking about this as well. Like, I mean, if they get their second, you know, and, um, you know, Andy Reid, uh, you know, he, he's already kind of cemented his legacy with one, right? But yeah, he gets which another is crazy one to and, think about, too, you know, you're not to gonna be honest. You're not going to say they're going to back off, you know, the gas pedal, but sure, I think that, you know, if they lose, it's a little bit more incentive for them to kind of, you know, prove it to get it back there again next year. And, you know, there's always that. Everybody needs a little edge in, in some way, shape, sure. or form. And now, yes, I, I agree with what you're saying, and it is it is interesting for sure. Sal, I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on a couple of things I know you're going to go over and have gone over in your Sales Sports and Stuff podcast, which, of course, you can find. Uh, well, first of all, tell folks where you can find your, your podcast um, in case people haven't uh, checked it out. It's a great podcast. Uh, it, you can go right to radio.com slash WGR550.com podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just if people just type in Sales Sports and Stuff, it comes up, and it's right okay. there on our website. You can download and listen. It's also through iTunes. Yeah, subscribe and um, you know throw throw some nice comments on there and things. But yeah, I've been I did one every single day this week. Well, Tuesday through Friday through yesterday. And I, what I did was I've been going through the state of the bills, position by position. I write an article, then the next day I do a podcast to supplement the article. And basically, it's the same stuff in the article, but with more thoughts. You know, like the article takes you probably ten minutes to read, but it's me going through everything even more in detail. For a, you know, about each podcast is about twenty five minutes. To 30 minutes, and then I, I added some more stuff. Um, you know, just some some quarterback stuff. Deshaun, Goff, Stafford, those kinds of things. But yeah, uh, you know, it's been interesting doing it because I think you know going through each position and really kind of breaking down where the Bills stand has been very interesting. So, Sal, the reason I bring up your podcast is I, I was um, I was on Joe um, Joe Marino's podcast yesterday on Lockdown Bills, and we we talked a little bit about Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott's press conference after the AFC Championship game and sort of their their year end press conference. And I don't know, there there could be a lot of things that the Bills went over in that podcast, uh, not in that podcast, but in that press conference, and. You know, I, I I left that thinking to myself. Not that I expected them to go up there and almost and it be celebratory, right? Like, listen, we we've got to the AFC Championship game. This is you know this was the most successful season in Buffalo in twenty plus years. I think there could have been a tune of let's pat each other on the back. Let's talk about the the great things that we accomplished this year. And that just couldn't be further from what happened. And and it was really refreshing for me, Sal, because we've had press conferences that ha- we've had, you know, general managers and head coaches patting their back after eight wins um, and not making playoffs. So for me, I, I wanted to kind of hear your thoughts on the overall tone of that press conference and what you maybe took from that and, and how this team and how this organization is built and what they're going to do to sort of, I don't know, run it back next year. Yeah, I agree with you. First of all, so everybody knows, it was two separate Zoom calls. They weren't together, so everybody knows. You know, but 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 I agree with you 100. percent And I'll actually say this: I'll go as far as to say that I think that was the best Sean McDermott media session maybe he's had since he's become Bills head coach. I loved it. I, I loved the way McDermott sounded. I loved the way he talked about starting over. You know, what really resonated with me, Bulldog talked about this too, is when he said, "If you think you're this close," and he puts his his forefinger and his thumb together, you know, so like this close, 
if you think you're this close because you got to the AFC Championship game, like you're never going to get back. You have to start over again. You've got to do this all again. Like The way he talked about that was great, and it was refreshing. And I will tell you, like these are high – NFL buildings are made up of highly competitive people, first of all. I think, don't think people understand like how competitive these types of people are that have to have these jobs. But that, these guys, McDermott and Bean, they, they want a Super Bowl so bad. They, they, they want to let everybody know, and amongst themselves in the building, that you, this, is not, like, this is not where we're settling. This is not like the, oh, yeah, we got here, and like you said, pat yourself on the back. This is, hey, we, see what we can do? Well, guess what? We've got to do a lot better than this if we want to take the next step. Not just, not just win three more quarters. Like, start over again and do better and be better than every, in everything and every facet we did. And McDermott talking about looking at the entire operation. And that's what you have to do every single year. So I agree with that. And then, you know, being that specific on things like, you know, tight end and, you know, not in, in the position there necessarily, you know, paying Josh Allen and stuff like that we got into, I just thought McDermott was awesome in that particular Zoom call. Sale Capacho here in the Western Hotline. Sale, um, I'll, I'll let you go after this. I, I wanted to kind of get your overall thoughts on – the salary cap, because I think it's it's a – I know we have – you know I was talking about this with Joe yesterday too, about how Buffalo is one of the most unique sports markets in terms of the NFL. I think there are more outlets to get really good content, whether it's podcasts, whether it's radio shows, whether it's writing, old school, new school. Like there's just a lot of great outlets to get, um, to, to get in your Bills content. And I think the one thing that has been almost universal is everyone's talking about how the Bills can navigate this salary cap situation, the crunch they're in this year. Although, I, you know, looking forward in the future, Brandon Bean has done a good job. They have long-term cap stability, and that not every team has that sale, although it's certainly a crunch this upcoming season. I suspect that, listen, Brandon Bean, it's an art form, the salary cap, and I suspect that they're going to do what's necessary to create enough room to help them build this roster this year, but I don't think they're going to do it in sacrificing the flexibility that he spent three years creating in the future. So, like, how do you balance that this offseason where – I don't know, if you're Brandon Bean, you have to make enough moves so that you at least feel when you get on the field in Ju- July, August, and September that you're putting out a team that's at least as good or as talented as the one that, that was on the field in 2020. And I think that's harder than it sounds, Sal. It, it, it is. There's a few things here about that, which are, first, you're right, they, they're not going to sacrifice the long-term stability of what they're trying to do here and what they've built you know, for you know, this year specifically, uh, this coming year specifically. You know, and that goes beyond salaries, by the way. I'll give you a great example. A lot of, how many times this year did I hear, did you hear, I can't believe, why, why, why is Dane Jackson out of the roster? Why is he not in the active roster? And my answer would always be, okay, you can make an argument for it. I, I get it. Like, I like Dane Jackson, too. But the reason is because they don't just look at this year. They look at the player development, too. Like, Dane Jackson, they want to have him for years to come and make sure that he's doing the right thing. That's a great example of, Hey, we, we're not doing this just for this year. Like we have this guy, he is he is somebody we believe in for the future too. So they look short term and long term, and then financially they're going to have to do that as well. And yes, I, I think the way that they've gone about Tre'Davious White, Deion Dawkins, I think what's going to happen with Josh Allen is, hey, we got to pay these guys. Let's do it in a way where you know we're going to have some flexibility going forward. We can do the things we want, but let's remember we're not. Once we get to a point where our team is where they are now. Where guys are good, their contracts are coming up. You can't keep everybody. There's going to be tough decisions. Yes, I think they're going to have to maneuver around. The other thing people have to remember is it's not just the team. Players have says in this, right? Yep. Guys like John Feliciano. I go over this in in in, in my uh, 
article here that I wrote for the offensive line yesterday, and I'll do a podcast on. You know, John Luciano may say, hey, I really want to stay in Buffalo, and I'll take less. And Darrell Williams may say, eh, you know what, I've earned the right now to go and you know show and make as much money as possible, or vice versa. I'm right. using those guys as yep. an example. So you have to determine, and you have to go to each guy. Quentin Spain last year did that. He said, I just want to play. I like playing in Buffalo. I'll stay here. You know, so they signed him to a deal before a free agency. So those are things that Brandon Bean, and one thing I'll tell you, Brandon Bean and his staff, Joe Shane and Morgan and Terrence Gray and all those guys, like all the people, and then you know Jim Overdorf who does the contracts and things, they're very good at communication, and they're very well respected around the league and agents and things like that. And that's why I think the Bills and fans should feel that they're in good hands with this particular regime that's in place. All right, Sal, thanks for joining me, man. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Uh, what do you? So if, if you guys don't have any uh, plans set in stone, have you guys figured out uh, like what you guys are doing snack-wise, eating what your, uh, what your main dish is going to be for the Super Bowl? We've been, you know, Max has been really, uh, we've been making pizzas at home Ooh. by ourselves. And uh, he's been really into it lately. He's like, yeah, I want to make a pizza. So uh, he, um, I think he might, he wanted to make a Buffalo Bills pizza because we did one like a couple weeks ago. So he might want to do that again. So I think that's what we'll do. We'll probably make some, make a pizza or something like that. But yeah, doing some homemade stuff. You know, it'll be cool. We'll just we'll just hang out probably by ourselves, watch the game. He says he picked the Bucks. By the way, he said okay. Bucks are going to win twenty-seven twenty. That was Matt. Ooh, wow. I'll tell you what, Bucks hold the Kansas City to twenty points. I know. Uh, there's going to be a lot of angry betters out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told him it'll probably be higher scoring than that, but hey, I don't. That's not a bad thing. Hey, no, I just, I, I, I totally agree too. I, I think both defenses are going to be playing much better than they did in that uh, their, their earlier season matchup. So, all right, Sal, enjoy the game, man, and uh, and uh, enjoy the weekend too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.